Hello, hello everyone. So, um, when I did my review about Cecil Hotel, I got about 97 plays. Looks like you guys really enjoyed it. Or maybe you guys are cursing me. I don't know. <laughs> so, I thought I would do another one for Behind Her Eyes. This is a really good show. But spoilers, it's, there's going to be a lot of spoilers. So, if you're not, if you're watching it right now and you don't want to hear this podcast, get off, get off, get off right now. I'm giving you time. Okay, you've gone. I hope you have gone because there's going to be loads of spoilers. First of all, I have done astral projection, okay? It's real. You can leave your body, but you can't exactly go into someone else's body, by the way. It's all fake. That is pretty much a creative concept, I guess. Um, I must say it's a very good show. At the start, I could kind of tell that the woman was crazy and it definitely was her who was, um, you know, you know, making it worse or something, you know. It's a very interesting show, you know. A doctor, a receptionist and his wife. But who knew that her old best friend would do this to her? <laughs> So, um, of course, you know who I'm on about because you've seen the show. So, Rob, that was very interesting, you know. Um, I wouldn't have thought of that. I did in between think that they copied a show called Behad. Behad is about, um, it's an Indian show. And that's the only Indian show I actually like because mother, most of the mother's shit, really shit. Don't even bother. Um, <clears throat> it's more like dramatic. These ones... Behood was a drama show, but it was more psychological thriller. And it was really good. So if you're listening to this, please go watch it. You will like it. I, I promise you. It's not like one of those Sars kind of serials. It's actually really good serial. And to the white people, to uh, the non-Indian people and non-Pakistani people, um, this show is just psychological thriller. You know, um, I won't spoil it because I'm no, I'm sure people would want to watch it because it got really good reviews, and she got she got an award for her acting because she was a psycho. <laughs> so, um, in the start, the way they portrayed her, like, oh my god, and that it's kind of like a mind fuck, like legit. There's a new term we're using called the mind fuck. So the moment it fucks up your head, the writer has won. You made the writer win an award right there. So when I write scripts and if I don't fuck your head up, then I have failed in being a writer. Okay, so um, Behad is, is kind of similar to the show. If you've seen Behad, you will kind of join the dots a little bit. Um, difference is, I watched the whole thing and I was like, oh my God, this is a carbon copy of Behad. Right to the last episode... I was shocked, man. I was shocked. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Um, so turns out Rob changed, like, swapped bodies, like, souls. So they swapped souls, you know. Her, the lady's soul went inside Rob's. Rob's soul went inside the lady. He was gay. He, had an, he was in love with David, the doctor. And he wanted to be with him. And he knew that David is straight. David would never go with him. And... He knew that this woman looks good with him, so he, I don't know, attacked her body, killed her, and was basically, she was, she was, she had a different soul throughout the show. 
So that was the only difference from Behat. In Behat, there's like, oh, they're all like, she's just completely crazy and she falls, falls in love. She becomes obsessed with this guy. But there was very creative ways of showing that she was obsessed. And that's what I liked about the show. Anyways, um, with Behind Her Eyes, it was so like, like in the starting, I was getting bored. I was like, okay, whatever, bored, bored, bored. Boom. The third episode onwards, I woke up and I liked it. It was really good. Like the the building, the, the way it was building up was really good. And I loved it. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. You know, um, how, you know, she has to hide her friendship with her, with the wife and with the, what do you call it? With the doctor. So, you know, she was having an affair with the doctor but she was also ha- uh, with the wife as well, like as in like friendly wise, um, no relationship by the way. By the way. <laughs> so it was really interesting to see how she balanced it out, but it didn't really last very long. Uh, I think the best thing it's best thing was knowing about how crazy the writer is about astral projection, <laughs> because astral projection I did it once and. You have to be very focused when you're doing astral projection. It's, um, it's very hard for some people to do because not many people can focus very well. Uh, when I did it the first two times, it didn't work, you know. Uh, after like four or five times, four or five attempts, I managed to do it. But they say astral projection kind of shows you a state of your mind. So um, your body leaves... Your 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 body, your soul leaves your body, and you can travel wherever you want to. Yes, that's true. But whatever you see in your head is 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 what's the state of your mind. So for me, I had the most horrible dream, you know, and that's why I didn't do astral projection ever again because it really scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> you know, I was just there like, what? Because you can actually feel the things in your dream, like, you could feel it touch your body, like, that's how um, astral projection works, by the way, Uh, so for me, my dream was I was being burned alive, like, someone's throwing oil on my body, and they're just, like, about to light me up, and, you know, set my body on fire, and I could feel, like, my body, like, like, in my sleep, I was touching my body, I'm like, like, I'm actually feeling my body and seeing, am I burnt? Am I burnt? Am I not? Because I could feel the fire touching my skin, you know. Um, so it was like, it kind of is like a very real, real projection of your mind, what you think, what you feel. So obviously my state of mind was really bad in those days because I was very depressed. I I hated people. <laughs> uh, I was having family issues, you know, uh, so I was probably having a very toxic relationship with my family members, that's probably what my mind was trying to project, that I could feel that they could burn me alive in my head, obviously that's not true, it was just what my mind thinks, so obviously that shows my mind is very, very, very toxic, like, very, very negative, which shows why I was a negative person, anyways, coming back to the show, um, astral projection, you, I don't think you exactly wake up like that. Uh, for me, I woke up because I felt like the fire was touching my skin. 
I was I just <gasps> like that, like <sighs> like oh my god, am I like dead? What do you think? But yeah, um, they the way they projected astral projection was so good. Oh my god, I loved it. I loved the cinematography, like the way they presented the souls, the blue and purple light. Like it was really interesting to see that. I really liked that. That was very very good. And um, I hope to produce something good like that because I know a lot of people are praising the show and I hope to produce something like that in the future, you know, um, hopefully, uh, if God willing. <laughs> so I think it was just the last episode that fucked me over, you know, like, what the fuck is happening? It's like David just doesn't deserve a happy life, does he? He just doesn't. But honestly, like, one of my friends is asking me, like, do you think they deserve a season two? If I was being honest with you, I felt like the cycle would repeat. So doing a season two would probably, you know, if, it, if there's no, like, if they're not going to repeat the same cycle where, you know, um, Louise controls David and then, you know, the same thing happens all over again, deja vu, blah, 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 blah. And then he sees another woman, he likes her. Rob goes into side, inside her soul and it just continues. If it's going to be like that, I don't think it should be a season two because the best series are limited seasons. I'm telling you, you know, um, no offense to other series who have like a lot of seasons. Like I'm sure you all are aware of power. Power is amazing. It should continue forever. <laughs> but I just feel like with this one, I just feel if it will lose its um, touch if if they do a season two now i must be I'm, i must be people like listening to it just be like who the fuck cares that care about cares about your opinion no i am not a critique no i i'm not a professional to start critiquing films criticizing films but i'm not uh criticizing it i'm just saying that in my opinion if they do a season two it will more likely be a same re- repeated cycle so because we know everything, we don't, we know that second season is going to be like another woman or another man, whatever, you know. So anyways, that that was my opinion. But of course, everyone's open to their own opinions. You're all allowed to say, yeah, we deserve season two. If the writer comes up with a new idea of astral projection or something related to it, then yeah, go ahead. But I really really enjoyed the whole astral projection i never ever thought i would see astral projection on tv you know because not many people take it seriously um people who take it seriously are the ones who are like always high or the ones that don't like like who um more like emo types of people are into astral projection I'm not judging it but i've heard a lot of people from that criteria like this I only did it because my friends were like, did you know you could leave your body? And I was like, what? Yeah, so your soul could leave your body. And I talk a lot about souls, you know, um, lost souls, psychics. I I talk about all these things. So it's my topic. It's my area. So I'm just there like, yeah, I want to do it. So when I did the first few times, it didn't work for me, you know. But I don't think I'll do it again because I'm scared to wake up again feeling like that. Because the the way I was feeling, I felt really sick. Like, I had to, like, throw up. And I had to drink a lot of water to to stop my mind from thinking about those things in my dreams. Because 
when you wake up from astral projection, you don't forget your dream. It will, it will play on your head all day. So we have dreams, we forget them. We remember some, we, re- we don't remember some. But with astral projection, you're very likely to remember everything that happened in your dream. I can't tell you that this show is so fantastic, amazing. Like, I can't say anything bad about it because it's just so good. Legit. I just can't say anything bad about it. So I'm just going to say to you that if you haven't seen it and you listen to the whole podcast, I must have uh, explored everything for you. So um, still go and watch it. It's so good. Like, I don't know, it's just, the first two episodes was just not fitting in for me. I knew the girl was fishy, instantly. When I saw her, the way she carried herself, she looked pretty mental anyways. So, um, I think the way they portrayed her was, um, very clear to tell that she was, like, mental. I'm gonna be honest with you, when I watched this, I only watched the first episode and I switched off and I went back to Kim's Convenience because that's the only show I listen to and I go to bed. So um, the next morning, my friend was talking about the show and I was like, yeah, I saw I didn't like it. And she says, oh my God, you need to watch it. I said, why? And she's like, watch it. I'm not going to spoil it for you. You got to watch it. I said, okay, fine. I'll watch it. I watched it right to the end and I called her. At four o'clock in the morning, I said, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh my God, I was not expecting that. I don't think anyone could expect that or, uh, you know. But I want to warn you guys, this is not real. You cannot go into anyone's body, okay? Until unless you're a soul, like actual soul who's possessing someone, then yeah, that's that's a total, total different situation, you know. Um, But you can't do that in reality. You can't go to someone else's soul. It's not possible. And if it is possible, please tell me who said that to you. We we will, like, I'll try and do it too, just to tell you that it's not true. If your soul can go into someone else's body that easily through astral projection or another term they use, then wouldn't this be like a daily thing? Like our souls would go into people's body like that randomly. So I don't, I don't believe in it. I don't think your soul can exactly go into someone's body, but you can let your soul travel. So you can go anywhere you want to. So if you want to stalk your crush, you can legit go to your crush's house. You can go to whoever's house you want to go to. You want to go to enemy's house, you can go to enemy's house. You want to go to um, a celebrity's house. I don't think you can go that far, but (laughs) I mean, um, only the people you know of Oh, have met more like you you can go to their houses you can't go to anyone's houses so I can go to my cousin's house I can go to my aunt's house I can go to anyone's house in my dream I could feel my soul leaving me like sorry when I was doing astral projection I could I could feel it leave and it was flying you're literally flying in the sky and you are going all over these houses and then you're going wherever you want to go so I don't know, I went to my ex's house <laughs> and then I went back to someone else's house and I went to my ex's house and I pretty much kind of like went everywhere, to be honest, and then I came back home. So, <laughs> so I mean, if you want to do it, definitely do it. But 
there's a good and bad thing. So they say astral projection can show what your state of mind is. So the moment you do it, if you do it regularly, your mind will change. So if you're a negative person, if you do it every day, it will change. It will help you get back to being a positive person. I've heard loads of people say that. But I couldn't do it because it freaked the fuck out of me. You know, I mean, I don't want to die or have a heart attack in my sleep because I'm trying to not be burned by some fire lit by someone that I know. So I'm being lit, being, um, I am being burned alive by someone. Now, I'm not going to say who, but there's someone there who's trying to kill me or trying to burn me. So maybe that means that that person mean that person don't see eye to eye or that person and I we don't like each other or we just have a very bad toxic relationship now this this person might not even have this kind of problem with me it's probably my head saying that to me so you know so it's kind of scary I'm not gonna lie astral projection is scary as fuck the worst thing is when you're living alone I was living alone in my flat and that's when I did astral projection all by myself so if you're doing it, do it with someone around you because you don't want to drown in in fear. So, uh, yeah. But I really liked this show and I think, oh God, it's a really good show. Uh, the ending was brilliant. It's like the first three episodes of that. Sorry, I didn't like it. Four, five, six, it was building up and it was getting better. But I never thought it would be about soul swap. That would have been... That's such a really good concept. Um, I don't know if it's real. But if it is real... I doubt it's real. It's, it's very unlikely for a human being who's alive to transfer into another human being's soul. It's very impossible. I don't know. There must be some sort of sadistic way of doing shit like that. I don't know. But... Um, if you guys want to know more about astral projection, do not ask me because it, it hurt me a lot. I don't think I'll do it again. But my friends are pretty comfortable with doing it and they do it a lot more than I do. So um, if they have more things to share with me, I wouldn't mind doing a podcast and explaining astral projection to you guys. But honestly, behind her eyes was a perfect title that hit everything because as soon as you see this title the first thing that comes to your head is a woman and who's what's behind her like what's behind her eyes like so instantly I knew it was not Louise because Louise was like a happy-go-lucky person working looking after a kid and she didn't seem like the psycho type this one looked completely so the moment I clocked that she's a psycho and she's gonna control everything blah 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 blah, I kind of thought it was a cliche story at the start and I was like okay I've heard this before I've seen this before not watching it again but the way they like twisted everything changed everything revealed that she had already been to an asylum which is like most storytellers they they hide that they want to hide that element because like oh my god I want to surprise them that she's a psycho but no um that's the difference between Behad and this show. Behad was when they revealed that this woman is crazy because she stabbed her father. Um, she stabbed him with, uh, with a knife on his knee when she was nine years old. So it was her ninth birthday and she was around kids and her, her father was playing around with her. 
and she got angry and her anger has no limits. So for us in the start, we actually are sympathizing with her because we think she's being abused. She's like living a horrible life. Her mom is like divorced. So her mom is taking her like has like a meltdown or a breakdown and she's crazy. So we think her mom is the faulty person, you know, like her mom's the crazy one, not her, you know. Um, obviously, in the trailer, we see it's her, but we don't want to believe it because when we're seeing the first few episodes, you're like, oh, my God, I feel sorry for her. You connect with her. But the moment you meet her father, you know instantly that the father did nothing wrong. He never did anything wrong. He only hit her because she stabbed him in his, on his knee, you know. So because of that, he's limping, he can't walk properly, but she's scared of him because he keeps threatening her that I'll tell the police about you and I'll take you to jail. So to us in the season one, it just made it look like the father's the bad guy, the mother is sad and the woman is just, you know, trying to look after her mother, blah, 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 blah. Then she falls in love. Then we see her whole crazy obsession with love, you know. She falls in love with a guy from her workplace and she's the boss. She's the boss who hires him. She didn't like him at the start, then she starts to like him, then he becomes an obsession to her. So she doesn't love him, she just wants him to prove that she can have anything she wants. Like, a, he's my obsession, I'm going to make him mine. But we don't know right till the end that what she likes to do is control people, control their life and... Um, keep them in a cage so there's cameras throughout the house she's controlling everything this is very new to the Indian cinema you know so it was pretty different you know so it was like wow like that was like a new like thing like it was very creative how they showed her to be a psycho because it was very hard to see where she was going wrong you know where she looked crazy so when they hide that thought that where that this person is crazy that creates that surprise element for the audience. So that was a surprise towards the end for us. For this show, I instantly know that it was her who was going to an asylum, you know, blah, blah, blah. But the ending was completely different. So at the start, I was like, oh my God, this is like carbon copy of Bearhood, you know, because I really loved that show. That was probably one Indian show I could watch on repeat. That's how much I love it. And it's got like, I think it's got five, six seasons. Um, but there's Behad 2, which is also good, but it didn't match the same criteria as Behad 1. And, uh, to my people who don't know what Behad means, Behad means extreme. And I'm not promoting this show, but I love the show, so I'm just talking to you about it. And this show kind of reminded me of Behad. That's why I'm talking about it. She was very controlling. She didn't like anyone leaving the house without her permission. She had like cl like cameras all over the house. She would not let you eat the food you like. She won't let you indulge in anything you like. You know, she won't let you watch TV. You just have to be a robot. That's it. And she will control you the whole time. So when this guy marries her, he marries her because of money. And then he finds out that he pays a big price about that after that so if you want to watch it definitely watch it I probably have watched it on repeat like six seven times because if I'm feeling like low I just watch it and I'm like oh my god this is like amazing like I just and she's very very pretty so obviously casting is very important you know so 
when I saw her, I was like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. No wonder why they made her the crazy psycho because you can't get away from her. You the, the it, guys are bound for for her, and the guy she had, he was very good looking. So it, they had really good chemistry. So when you watch it, you'll be like, oh my god, yes, they do have good chemistry. Um, I'm not gonna go into it anymore. <laughs> so, anyways, this this is my review for Behind Her Eyes, and because I spoke about Cecil Hotel, I thought you guys would be interested in my review. Obviously, if you don't like it and you're like, oh my god, why is she ruining it? Then um, I will not produce this kind of content anymore. I will probably stick to life lessons, coaching, and problems in life and how to deal with them. Because that's the topic I get most plays on. So whatever. Yeah. Anyways, hope you have a lovely day. Goodbye.